Chapter 9 of Your Psychic Powers and How to Develop Them. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jeannie Hall. Your Psychic Powers and How to Develop Them by Harward Carrington. Chapter 9 Psychometry. What is psychometry? Dr. J. Rhodes Buchanan says, The word psychometry, coined in 1842 to express the character of a new science and art, is the most pregnant and important word that has been added to the English language, coined from the Greek psyche, soul, and metron, measure. It literally signifies soul measuring. In our modern use of the word, however, it means something a little different from this. A psychic who picks up an object and in connection with it gets certain psychic impressions is said to psychometrize the object, and this process is known as psychometry. Experiments The famous Professor Denton, a mineralogist, whose wife possessed remarkable powers in this direction, conducted a number of experiments, some of which are described as follows. He gave his wife a specimen from the Carboniferous Formation. Closing her eyes, she described swamps and trees with their tufted heads and scaly trunks, with the great frog-like animals that existed in that age. He got a specimen of the lava that flowed from the volcano in Hawaii in 1848. His sister, by its means, described a boiling ocean, a cataract of golden lava that almost equaled Niagara in size. A small fragment of a meteorite that fell at Painesville, Ohio, was given to his wife's mother, a sensitive who did not then believe in psychometry. This is what she said. I seem to be traveling away, away through nothing right forward. I see what looks like stars and mist. I seem to be taken right up. The other specimens take me down. His wife independently gave a similar description but saw it revolving and its tail of sparks. Not due to telepathy. Professor Denton took steps to prove that this was not mind-reading by wrapping the specimens in paper, shaking them up in a hat, and allowing the sensitive to pick out one and describe it, without anyone knowing which one it was. Among them was a fragment of brick from ancient Rome, antimony from Borneo, silver from Mexico, basalt from Fingal's cave. Each place was described correctly by the sensitive in the most minute detail. These are but examples which could be multiplied, did space permit. Nearly everyone possesses a certain amount of power in this direction, and it only needs cultivation to bring it to light. Before proceeding to the practical side of this question, a few words of explanation of the theory involved will doubtless be of interest to the student. The Explanation it has been said that every object possesses its own peculiar psychic influence, fluid, or aura, which may be recognized by one sensitive enough to perceive it. Human beings may transfer a certain amount of this fluid to objects, leaving them impressed with their influence. We see this in the case of magnetic cures, and in some cases of haunted houses. In fact, as we shall see in Chapter 28, devoted to that subject, this is one of the theories which has been advanced to explain haunted houses. 
objects which have been worn close to the skin, or which have been brought into contact for a long time with the magnetism of any particular person, seem to retain a large share of this aura, and such objects may readily be psychometrized. Their aura may be read and interpreted according to the ability of the psychic. We often see demonstrations of this character given in public. Again, trans mediums are very sensitive to influences of this character, and if we place an object which has belonged to some person who has recently passed over into the hands of a good trans medium, he will frequently be enabled to get into contact with that person through the magnetism of the article in question, and in that way information may be obtained which otherwise could not have been secured. How to Preserve the Influence Articles of this character often lose their properties, their virtue we might almost express it, by being left around or exposed to the handling of others. And for this reason it is best to keep such articles carefully wrapped up in thin rubber cloth which may be procured from any drug store. In this way their properties are preserved. Just what this influence is, with which the articles become impregnated, we are unable to say. Probably it is a form of the vital force which animates the universe. Yet, even supposing that this could flow into the object, and that the psychic could sense it, we have yet to explain why it should be that this particular vital energy should be enabled to arouse within the psychic the flood of information he receives. Akasic Records Professor Draper has said, A shadow never falls upon a wall without leaving thereon a permanent trace a trace made visible by resorting to proper processes. On the walls of private apartments, where we think the eye of intrusion is altogether shut out, and our retirement can never be profaned, there exist the records of our acts, silhouettes of whatever we have done. It is a crushing thought to whoever has committed secret crime, that the picture of his deed and the very echo of his words may be seen and heard countless years after he has gone the way of all flesh. There are certain analogies for this in the physical world. If sunlight falls upon a sheet of paper, and we place upon it a key, the outline of this key will be marked upon the paper, and may be recovered years later, by suitable means. If thoughts are things, they doubtless impress our surroundings in much the same way, and the objects which we psychometrize are influenced by means of our thoughts, and the human aura or fluid so that they retain them within it, and may be read back by the sensitive. The Interpretation of Impressions Received In all psychometry we must remember that the interpretation of the impressions received is largely symbolic, just as the printed word of a book is symbolic of the thought of the author lying behind it. So impressions stored within objects and sensed by the psychic must also be symbolic, and must be suitably interpreted by the psychometrist. Thus, when he places a geological specimen on his forehead, and describes an antediluvian monster, roaring and walking about, no one but a very shallow individual would imagine for a moment that the psychometrist was actually seeing the original. He simply got an impression of that era of the world's history, and symbolized it subconsciously in the form of this roaring monster. In obtaining impressions from an object, we must endeavor to become as receptive and sensitive as possible. A few preliminary exercises will enable you to do this to much better advantage than you otherwise would be enabled to.
Exercises for Developing Sensitiveness 1. Cultivate the sensitiveness of your fingertips. You may do this effectively by placing in a bowl water of the same temperature as the body. Now close your eyes and place your fingertips just above the surface of the water. Without looking, very gradually lower the fingertips until they come into contact with the water. See whether you can tell when this is the case. You will be surprised to discover that, at first, you are quite unable to tell when you have touched the water. 2. Another good exercise is to take a pair of compasses, and, opening them a quarter of an inch or so, touch the fingertips with the two sharp points, the eyes being closed. See if you can tell how far apart these points are, before looking at the compasses. In this way, your fingers will acquire a sensitiveness of their own. 3. Learn to act upon first impressions. Do not hesitate or be afraid to express exactly how you feel and the impression that comes to you, no matter how ridiculous it may be. There is a useful saying which may help you in this respect. It is, The first thought is the spirit's, the second is your own. So learn to act on first impressions and put into execution immediately anything which comes to you. 4. Analyze your own sensations and emotions as best you can, after the first impression has been received, and see what you feel or experience within yourself. Then express this in words to the best of your ability. These emotions often express, in that form, facts which could not well be expressed in any other way, though they apparently have no connection with the object. For example, if you are feeling a watch, and you get in connection with that watch the feeling of depression and pain in the throat. State this fully, since the person who owned the watch may have strangled himself in a fit of melancholy. In this way, the emotions you perceive are fully in accord with the sensations which you receive from the object. Its Practical Value in Daily Life The practice of psychometry will often enable you to tell the characteristics of another living person, and by this means you will be enabled to tell whether or not you will like such a person because you may be attracted or repelled by the psychic impressions you receive in connection with the object such a person has been wearing in practical life information of this character is at times very useful in addition to all this the cultivation of psychometry is often useful in paving the way for the cultivation of other psychic phenomena and will prove a useful introduction to them end of chapter nine Recording by Jeannie Hall, Eldersburg, Maryland.